Good morning. This is Patrick Lee. It's time for Midweek Motivation Live. I hope you guys are doing great today. It's a beautiful Wednesday here in um, early June 2021, Amarillo, Texas. It's going to be about 102 degrees today. Hotter than a $3 pistol. Hope y'all are doing good. I'm so glad to be back with you this week. Have an interesting topic I want to talk to you about this week, and that is uh, handling rejection. How do we handle rejection? Maybe this is a topic that you have experienced lately. Um, I did, and that's okay with me. It's not really one of the reasons I wanted to talk about it, but it was one of the things I had scheduled to talk about in rotation and uh, wanted to bring that up today. I hope everyone's doing good. People already tuning in, the regulars. Hey, Sal, good to see you. Other people already watching by the interwebs here on Facebook and YouTube live. So, um, yeah, interesting story. For the first time in eight years of doing real estate in the panhandle of Texas, I had someone go off on one of my teammates about a week ago. And uh, someone that we had spent actually a lot of time, energy, and and money helping to, to do an, a transaction on a property. And at the end of the transaction, um, we determined something about that particular client. And that's there's always a difference between someone who is needy and someone who is greedy, right? These are this is a let this be a lesson in life as you move forward and how to help you stay more motivated is learning to discern the need between the difference. Um, between need and greed, right? Because there are people in our lives that are needy. Um, and then there are others who are greedy and the different kinds of clients, the different kinds of relationships that you have and the the different types of business models that you have um, can sometimes cause these different things to come up. So this is one of the things that this particular person really um, was offended because they wanted um money back. They wanted rebates. They wanted discounts and then claimed that they did not understand the, the process and what was going on. But this is a person who was a, a successful, um, skilled investor. And um, that's one of the things that we've learned. I'm an investor. I understand investors. I work with a lot of investors and have determined that when working with a first time home buyer, um, or someone who is in relationship with you that needs to sell a home, there's a much better understanding of the process and a lot of handholding that goes on through the process. And with more investors, they're a little bit more savvy as to what's going on. And um, but sometimes they just it all comes down to the almighty dollar and the almighty dollar. Sad to say, shouldn't be the almighty dollar because the dollar is not that almighty. Only God is almighty. Right. So had a little bit of an opportunity to educate this investor and explain things from our our point of view as well. And at the end of the day, um, the, he was you know still upset and uh, thinking his his train of thought. And I get that you're not going to be best friends with everybody, and you can't get everyone in life to love you. The challenge with that uh, that I'm going to throw up here the next the challenge. Of keeping your of keeping your peace. That's the topic. This this one, the challenge of keeping your peace. Never let rejection make you angry. My teammate actually, um, and transaction coordinator was in the room during that call, and I just put it on speakerphone so people could understand what was going on. And I always do that. Um, that way, there are if there's ever any kind of a you know a disagreement on how something happens, we just 
put it on speakerphone and have a witness that can understand both sides and, and listen to the to the conversation. So the thing that that was a blessing for me at 57 years old is I did not have to lose my peace over this and I don't let rejection make me angry. Now I am a in the Enneagram test, I'm a number two. Um, if you've ever taken the disc test, I'm a high I with SC and high eyes are very interpersonal and love relationships, right? And that's me. I love relationships. I love when people are happy and uh, things are moving forward. It's been a, it's been a sort of the, the moniker or the motto of me just being a happy guy. My motto is, you know, I'm happy. What's a motto you? Ha ha ha. That's from Hakuna Matata, whatever from Lion King. But um, but I'm a happy guy. My dad was a happy guy. I'm I'm very peaceful. I don't let things ruffle me very much. Get my feathers ruffled, and uh, so that was one of the things that I had to do was keep my peace with the person. Don't let rejection make me angry because the first person to anger is the first person that loses in these kind of conversations. Right? Does this make sense? Y'all give me a thumbs up um, if you're watching this on YouTube. If this is making sense to you, hit the subscribe button. And then click the little bell next to that as well. And that'll give you notifications when we are live. And uh, these things can come to you each and every week. Good morning, Marlene. Good to see you. Praying for you and the situation you're going into. And uh, anyway, yeah, the challenge is keeping your peace whenever you're, you're battling rejection. Someone's rejected you. Um, we have numerous topics here that we're going to go over. And uh and the next one is this one. It's not me. It's you. Have you ever been rejected by someone that you loved or someone you were in relationship? And uh, maybe when you're in high school or college or even after that in your dating and someone breaks inevitably, someone breaks up that with you and they always say, oh, I'm so sorry. It's not you. You know, you're awesome. It's just me. I'm going through something and, you know, it's just, it's just me. I'm sorry. It's not, it's not you. It's me. When you're facing rejection, good morning, Christine. Good to see you on here as well. When you're facing rejection, you use, need to internalize this phrase. It's not me. It's you. When that rejection is coming at you, it's not me. If you if you throw that on me, it's not me. It's you. The person who's having a problem is the other person, not you. Now, there will be times that 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 person has a valid complaint, and that's totally different. Rejection for a valid complaint isn't really rejection. It's rejection of what that action or process is, right? But need to, you need to learn this. Rejection isn't always personal. Sometimes it's just a rejection of the offer the business model, whatever it is. Now, as a real estate agent, I am inundated with private messages, Facebook messenger messages, Instagram messages, um, text messages and phone calls from people all the time. And they all have an offer for me. And the offers range everywhere from and anything your mind can imagine in the middle of the spectrum, everything from wanting me to be a Dave Ramsey ELP to wanting me to get involved in Bitcoin to wanting me to have a secret relationship with someone from the Ukraine when I'm a happily married man of 31 years. So you get offers all the time, a business offer. I've got a business plan. Can you help me start my business? 
can you send me money to because I'm I'm down on my luck? Can you do this for me? If if I do business with you, will you give me money back? I get offers and questions all the time. Sometimes you have to reject those offers. And this throws the rejection back on those people. It's not me, it's you. I don't agree with your offer. I'm not interested in your business plan or your business model. I have a business plan and a business model is working very well for me. And I love me, I love my life. So rejection, when it happens to you, isn't always a personal. They're not rejecting you as a person. They're just rejecting what it is that you have to offer. Does that make sense? And I choose to think that that um, is always the case with me. Um, I don't know that they're necessarily rejecting me unless it's for some reason of like, hey, we think that you're a nice person and we're looking for a shark. We really want someone in our corner that's a shark that's going to throw the hammer down and they're going to they're going to pound out every penny for me. And they're going to get mad and angry and cuss at the other people. And you're going to pound your fist on the table. And you're going to make things happen for me. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not that person. I'm going to be very respectful and I'm going to get you every penny I can get you. And we're very aggressive and, and incredible negotiators. But if you want someone, someone that's going to be a shark and just go out there and offend everybody on your behalf for you to save a penny, I'm not that guy. And I'm not going to be that guy. And I reject your offer. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not me. It's you. Remember, rejection isn't always personal. Sometimes it's a rejection of the offer. Last week, we talked about these different laws, right? And the law of sowing and reaping is a very important law. And it applies. I left this banner in here for this specific reason. The law of sowing and reaping applies to handling rejection and the way, the manner in which you reject other people and their offers will usually be the manner in which other people could potentially reject you, your business model, and your offer so remember that what you sow, you will reap. Now, I'm not saying you have to go out and accept everything that people offer you in order for them to accept everything you offer them. No, not at all. Just remember the manner in which you sow into other people, into your relationships and in business businesses that in those same manners, it will be um, you will reap a harvest of that coming back to you. Right. I go out, many of you know, I love going to Fire Slice for, for chicken wings on Wednesday afternoons. And I'll be going back there again today. Cody is a business owner and he's a friend. So I support his business. He supports my, uh, my business. We refer people back and forth to each other. And there are many others as well. Uh, one of my other good friends, Jamie, owns uh, Veterans Windows and Exteriors. And and a Jamie Peterson and his lovely wife and they just sent a crew over and we just put new windows in my house yesterday and they're phenomenal and I have opportunities to do windows with tons of people right there are a lot of great companies in town but Jamie's my friend and I support his business and he supports mine so the the manner in which you you sow into other people is the manner in which you're going to reap the harvest from those other people so don't forget that if you happen to be rejected. Just remember that person that's rejecting you is going to reap a harvest back to themselves in the manner of which they rejected you. OK, uh, and then moving on. Rejection is a part of life and usually leaves a scar behind. But you have to turn that scar into a badge of honor. We all have scars. How many of you have seen some of the the, the nature videos of the lions in in Africa? You may have watched Lion King, but you've watched a lot of other movies as well. 
and documentaries and things with the lions and the tigers and a lot of these animals and uh, they're very scarred up and the biggest toughest lions in the pride the one that's the leader of the pride when you look at them up close they're covered in scars and those scars all come from the different battles and things that they've happened that have happened to them in life and those are the reasons that they are in the leadership position that they are because they withstood those battles those skirmishes the rejections from other people, other lions in the pride, and they had to fight their way to the top. So I would challenge you this week to take rejection um, on as a part of life and, and, and remember that that usually does leave a scar. And many of you watching today are bearing the scars of the rejections of the past. And I would love to, love to uh, submit to you today that you need to turn those scars, battle scars, into badges of honor. And remember that every time you were, were left with a scar, that was a time that you overcame and you either won that battle or you took the scar, right? And you took, you went, you stood back and stepped back and took a little time to lick your wounds. And then you emerged from that stronger and wiser to go forward, right? And those are the things that I've had to do in life as well. Many times I've been knocked down and I've shared some of those with you on the shows in the past. I've been knocked down and I've worked on a street corner and I've had to call home when I was younger and ask mom or dad for a little bit of money to pay the bills to fix a car or to do something like that that was broke down. Or, you know, I've only knock on wood and thank you, Jesus. I've only been fired from a job one time in my life. And uh, that was 40 years ago when I was a kid running a burger joint. And, uh, but that was the same job that one of the owners had handed me the manila envelope with the motivational cassettes inside that actually set me on a new path to change my life because I took that as a, as that, that termination from that job as a, as a, it was basically a, a relationship that someone came in and developed a relationship with my boss, a person who had not gotten the job that I got and developed a, a personal relationship with my boss to come in around behind me to get the boss now to remove me so he could be put in in that new relationship running a burger joint. And at the end of the day, I'm basically 22 years old. I'm assistant manager of a burger joint and I took it pretty personal because I was a young guy and a little sensitive, but I took it pretty personal and I kind of resented that guy for a while. But you know what it did? I took those I took those cassette tapes, Earl Nightingale and a couple of others, and I took those as a, as a means of changing my life. So I didn't get fired down. I got fired up and it changed my life. So I took that rejection and I, I now wear that as a badge of honor. The only time I was ever fired from a job was the one time that I was given the tools to change my life and do better. Okay. And I believe that you can do the same thing as well. Never let in uh, rejection cause insecurity. Let it motivate you to rise up. Because that's what happens many times. And some of you can attest, you can give me some comments on here if you want. I'd be happy to, to post those for you. Um, if you've had a, a, a major rejection in life and it's caused severe insecurity in your life. And I would like to let you know that you need to take that um, and let it motivate you to rise up to do better in life. Let rejection give you more power to push forward. Here's a little quote I want to leave you uh, with. A, a Dr. Steve Mirabali wrote this quote that says, every time I thought I was being rejected from something good, I was actually being redirected to something better. 
So rejection isn't necessarily rejection if you let rejection become redirection. And that's one of the blessings that we have in life of learning from these kind of things that happen to us. And we take that rejection, we turn it into redirection, and it causes us to move forward in, with a new path, with new vigor, new energy, with new insight into how people work, into how business works, and the, the insight into the, the relationship we had with that particular person, right? So let that rejection become redirection, and it will give you more power to move forward. Um, and then finally, get back on the horse. If you have been rejected, and many of you have, just like I shared, I have. And I've don't don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect in any way, shape, or form. And I've been rejected in relationships. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, that I was rejected in a couple of relationships. And I've rejected a few people in relationships. You know, there were times in my life when I was younger, and uh, thankfully. I was able to see that they were not for me. <laughs> and sometimes you've had to do that for your children, right? You've had to do it with other people that you do business with. Well, you've had to tell that person, that person is not for you. And if I had been in those relationships with those people today, I would not have been married for 31 years to the lovely wife that I do have and experiencing the, the, the success that I am. And it would be an entirely different life. Hey, great comment, Cody. Thank you on the hair. I, you know, I work hard on it. So um, anyway, when you have been rejected and knocked off the horse, feel like you've been bucked off in life, go out and work with, have relationships and spend your time, energy and resources with those who see your worth, not those who don't. Because many times when things like this happen, a rejection happens to us in life, it's really um, boils down to nothing more than that person does not see your worth. Um, this one I want to read to you says, don't be upset when people reject you. Nice things are rejected most of the time by people, by people who can't afford them. So um, if you have been rejected, Many of the times, if it's in a relationship or if it's in a in a business um, pr proposition or a business model, something that you have sent forth, um, then that person usually can't afford you. And the rejection they are trying to hide behind some other reason simply is that they can't afford what it is that you have to offer. And if people would just be honest with you up front and say, I don't appreciate that. Um, I don't appreciate you trying to dig money out of my pocket. I don't appreciate what it is that you're trying to rope me into doing, or you're trying to scam me or con me into something. Many of you get those every day, the phone calls, the scams, people trying to sell you something. Um, but you need to spend your time with the people that appreciate your value. And if you're being rejected many times, um, the only part of it that I usually internalize is on uh, and take back upon myself um, as I'm trying to learn from that and move forward is, the simple fact that my potential failure in that may have been that I did not um, that I did not articulate my value high enough or good enough or strong enough because value unarticulated is value unappreciated. And that's I've, I've taught that on here before as well. So if someone doesn't see the value, if someone is trying to nickel and dime you for something or trying to get you to give them a better price, um, they don't understand why things are expensive as they are. 
And perhaps it's because we haven't clearly communicated or articulated the value proposition that we have to offer them. Because if the people see the value, the price is worth it, right? I had a, a, a friend and business associate um, offer me a business, um, a, a product here recently and asked if I thought the price was fair. And, uh, and my comment back to him was that if the, if the quality is there, then the price doesn't matter. But if the quality is not there, then, then it's way overpriced, right? And they totally agreed. And they said, well, I'll let you be the judge of that. And uh, if you think the quality is there, uh, if you think the quality is there, then that's the price. And I'm super, super happy with that answer. And he was happy with my answer. If the people don't mind paying for quality, right? People don't mind getting in a relationship with someone that has something to offer. I am learning to chant, to challenge myself, to continue to put better people in my life that can help lead me, grow me, stretch me. And I have been rejected by a few of those, but thank God I have put some great people in my life that have not um, rejected that offer. And uh, it's, it's changing me. It's leading me. It's growing me. Um, next quote, rejection gives you more power to push forward. Those are the things that I continue to strive for. And then here's a little funny one um, as well that goes along with that. I used to care what people thought about me until I started trying to pay my bills with their opinions. And that's what I'm going to leave you this week. Let rejection become a badge of honor. Let those scars become war badges and war medals and let those motivate you to go forward and do better in life. Do better in life. The, the rejection is usually the other person, not on you. And if you feel like someone is not appreciating you, then they probably need a little bit more understanding of what your value proposition is. So learn to articulate that um, to be appreciated. Hey, guys, I appreciate you coming to watch the show every week. I hope this has helped some of you this week, motivate you to get through the week and learn to go forward with a little bit more motivation. Remember, courage begins at the end of your comfort zone. So get out of your comfort zone, get out there, get back on the horse out. If you've been rejected, learn to move forward um, with, with motivation, continuing to have success in life. And uh, that's my goal for you every week, as much as it is for me. I want you to be as happy as I am and, uh, and successful as well in all areas of life. Um, so, hey, I do this free every week as a service to you to help you. And if you happen to know anyone that could help me, that someone that's interested in buying a home, selling a home or investing in real estate, please click on the link to my digital visit. Uh, digital business card created by Content Cards, um, Nick Krim and Michael K at Content Cards with a Z, C-A-R-D-Z dot com. If you're a realtor, they can create a digital business card just like mine, but click on the link to mine in the comments below this video, and that will give you um, a means of contacting me, finding out everything that I'm into and all about me, all of my social media um, links as well and how to get a hold of me, schedule an appointment in the calendar. I'd love to talk to you about buying or selling a home or investing in real estate. The market is hot, hot, hot right now. Prices are high. Demand is high. Supply is low. If you're thinking about selling now is the best time to get off the fence. You're going to make the most amount of money um, possible on your house right now. So click on that link. Give me a call. Schedule an appointment in my calendar. I'd sure appreciate that. 
And once again, if you're on YouTube, click the subscribe button below the video, the big red box, and then click on the bell next to that for notifications. And you'll be sure to get notified the next time we come live uh, with Midweek Motivation. You guys have a wonderful week. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.